Welcome to the first episode of first taping, the first whatever of the first whatever of give a fuck. This is a podcast where um, I explore what does it mean to give a fuck? What does it mean to care? Does anybody care? Does anybody give a fuck? And... um, in the madness that this 2020 is there are many people that have um, had brutal brutal years lots of people have lost family i myself have lost family and friends and uh, it's kind of weird whenever you start typing an email and their name pops up and it's like oh that's That's right, I can't send that person an email anymore. And, uh... That's a strange one. For myself, my... One of my best friends passed away. And that was really brutal. We used to, she was Irish and we used to count crows. There's an Irish poem called Counting Crows. And uh, we used to count crows. And when she passed away, I opened up my constellation app, I love looking at stars in the universe and different things like that and I opened up the app and constellations open and close and my on this app and um, something had opened and closed and and I, as I was moving around and uh, I went back and I thought what the heck was that and I'm, I've, I've loved astronomy for a really long time. And I opened, I, I was tapping on the screen. I thought something just opened and closed. And I tapped on this thing and I'm staring at this constellation that has just opened on my app. And like, honestly, I didn't even know this constellation existed before. But it was a constellation of the crow. And I was shocked. And I looked at it and I thought, oh my God. (laughs) And I, I, from my perspective, um, I looked at it and I thought, oh, wow. I felt it was my friend saying, I'm okay. And you're gonna be okay. And, that gave me great, great comfort. Like even after she's dead, she cared enough to give a fuck, <laughs> to, to, to come and find me and tell me it was okay. And the only thing I loved about my friend, her name was Val, is she could swear. Oh my God, I loved her. <laughs> she and I were cussing partners. We used to say, if you can't cuss about it, it's not worth talking about. (laughs) 
And she didn't. She would say, I don't trust people that don't swear. I don't trust a person if they don't cuss. And uh, I feel the same way. I feel that sometimes you have to be really irreverent about the things that we're really reverent about to just kind of snap us out of what it is that we're reverent about. And I feel like this year has been that for me, for a lot of people, the things that we revered, the things that we thought, wow, that's, that's uh, significant, that's something we would consider important. If it was status, if it was money, job, career, car, street you lived on, how many trips you took, how many this, how many that, the selfies. I have to admit it was it was uh, it was nice not to see all the stupid selfies on, on social media of things that really are so meaningless and I think this year when we look back we're going to I hope see it as a bit of a transcendence and a bit of a year of the year that we got real hopefully the year we actually chose to give a fuck about stuff I know there are a lot of people who do work and and um, and, and I count myself in that where we're doing this work and we're looking out there and we're thinking is anything I'm doing does any of it matter does it count for anything and um and it's challenging, it's hard when you feel like you're doing work that's, you know, when you see other people kind of in their own little cocoon, you know, of, uh, of status and posture and whatever it is that they've got going on. Um, I'm not saying I'm exempt from that, but but this year kind of felt like a a bit of a leveling a bit of a leveling for a lot of things um, where many people had to well we all had to stop and uh, literally the whole world came to a screeching halt didn't it And all we could do when I would chat with my friends was whoever thought that such a thing could happen. I remember the uh, night the Canadian government was closing the border between America and, the, and Canada. And one of my friends was in Florida and she said, should I come back home? And... Uh, you know, I, I didn't want to tell her what to do, but I was really concerned that if she got sick in the States, what would happen? 
And uh, so she literally booted it up from Florida, almost the end of it, all the way back up to Canada in one day, hauling a big-ass trailer and a giant truck. And uh, got back in just under the wire. And she actually had to stop in southern Ontario just to sleep. She was so exhausted and all of the strain and drain of trying to get back into the border before it closed. It's like, what, like, I, I, I actually equate all of this. Even now, even now that we are well 10 months into this pandemic, um, I equate it to World War II. And no, we don't have bombs dropping on our head, thank God. And and I'm just always, as a sidebar, always so grateful for anyone that's a veteran, anyone that's served in whatever capacity, wherever you've served, if it's first responder, police, military, fire, ambulance, paramedics, uh, you know, 911 call takers, anything. I'm just really grateful. I give a fuck that you give a fuck. <laughs> so thank you. But I equate this to the finishing of World War II where everything or so many things were destroyed. And, you know, like supply chains are gone. Um, did we ever think, you know, there would be food shortages? Did we ever think there would be um, people fighting over toilet paper, for God's sakes? Somebody really gives a fuck that their car be closed properly because they've shut it four times. <laughs> Push the button four times. Um, it's like we're coming out of, and I know we're not out of this. It's the end of November. We're not out of this, and we're not going to be out of it till next April, I think. But we're slowly peeking out, going, okay, what is there? What is there to build, rebuild? What is there to do? What can we do? I can only imagine coming if you if you if you are an immigrant or a refugee from a war-torn country. It is like the end of World War II. This pandemic is like the end of World War II where nothing was as it was before. So now what do we do? Where do we go from here? What do we do? And sometimes in the middle of all of that, we can think, what's the point? 
I know there are a lot of people who think, what's the point? Sometimes I've thought, what's the point? And, uh, um, I know there's a point. I know there's a point to keep going and rebuild. I know it doesn't always feel good. I know it doesn't always seem like it has merit or value. But I think there's a point. You know, the other day I, I was, um, driving my dad somewhere and there were, there were crows on a wire and, uh, and this is nothing new, like I always noticed crows before, it's just now it has more of a, a personal meaning for me. And there were two crows. And the poem, I hope you look it up, it's one crow sorrow, two crows joy. And I saw two crows on a wire and I, and I thanked Val for sending two crows to give me joy because I wasn't feeling, you know, if my dad's not feeling good, I don't feel so good myself and and worrying about the wellness of parents and and I thought okay I'll take the joy I need the joy and as I sift you know I look back through all of the different businesses and all of the work that I have going on and all of the projects and I think what's of merit what's of value here and things that I used to think had value and merit. Quite honestly, I'm unmotivated to do those things. Truly, I am unmotivated. And, uh, what about you? How are you doing? And feel free to call in, leave a message, and I can answer your questions, whatever you've left. Not that I have many answers. I'm, I'm uh, rebuilding just like everybody else. Still coaching, I'm grateful for that. And just wondering where the pickup and gain is. So I'm going to think about where have I seen places where I think, oh, somebody gave a fuck. <laughs> um, one of the uh, things I was really struck by, by the um, shoe company is one of their mantras for their culture, their co corporate culture was to be humble. Um, number, I'll just read you what they are, deliver service, deliver wild through service. 
you know what? I don't feel like reading the list. The last one is be humble. There's another one, do more with less. And I think that's certainly something we've had to embrace this year is, you know, doing more with less and choosing less, choosing a less consumption focused world. I say that as um, Black Friday was gangbusters on online shopping. And I keep hoping we'll have a less materialistic world. And maybe it's too much Pollyanna. And maybe one day I'm going to listen back on this recording and think, wow, it sounds really... It's quite apropos. It's raining outside and it's a bit cool and kind of gray and depressing outside and maybe this recording sounds gray and depressing too. <laughs> and if it does and that's where you're at, then there you go. Number nine on their corporate uh, corporate Ten wannabes is be passionate and be determined. And how do you find passion, passionate, and be passionate? Wondering if anybody gives a fuck. If anybody cares. So I guess giving a fuck means taking a bit of stock in your own life and listing the people that do care about you. I remember, um, I think it was Wayne Dyer, he said, uh, no, it was Joe Vitale. I'm not endorsing any of these people and sure as heck I'm not receiving any paid sponsorship. <laughs> um, he was feeling really bummed out and uh, he thought he would try the exercise of gratitude, which he thought, he, he'll admit it, he said he thought it was just plain stupid. And uh, he saw, he had a pencil in front of him and a paper. And he took the pencil and he thought, okay, what am I grateful for? Because he, he, he said he wasn't feeling terribly grateful for too many things. And so he took the pencil and he wrote on the paper, I am grateful for this pencil. Although he didn't really feel it, but he wrote it. And he said, I'm grateful for the pencil. And he said, why would I be grateful for the pencil? He said, well, I could write a suicide note. And I said, well, that was pretty awful, but it was his truth. So he said, I'm just going to leave it, not filter it. He said, and I could make a grocery list. So I'm grateful I can write a grocery list with this pencil. 
And, and he was thinking, although I can't afford any groceries. Um, and then he said, you know, I could write a letter with this pencil. So he, wrote, he, he was grateful he could write a letter with the pencil. And he, he just kept writing and he said, you know, I could write a script to a play with this pencil and this paper. I could write a song with this pencil. I could write I love you with this pencil. That there were many things he could do with this pencil and this paper that he could write down that he was grateful for. And that was his beginning. He said that was his turning point where every day he wrote something that he was grateful for. I had said that to myself that I would um, do these podcasts in 30 minute increments and right now it's at 21 minutes and I am not going to, I'm just choosing that I am not going to stick to 30 minutes. If it's shorter than 30 minutes, then so be it. And I'd rather do that than belabor a stupid point of sticking to gotta. So I'm just choosing not to give a fuck <laughs> about whether this is longer or shorter. If it's longer, that's something. But if it's shorter, then so be it. And so I started doing that. I started... Um, writing down, um, especially after my friend Val died, I started choosing my my purple pen and paper and choosing to write down the things I'm grateful for. Even if it was one thing, if it was ten things, I I would just sit there with myself and write for 20 to 30 minutes what I was grateful for. And I don't always succeed, but I try to do it every morning. And that's just the honest, raw, 2020 version of it's not perfect. And uh, and I don't give a fuck that it's not perfect. I'm choosing not to care. Because I think if this year taught, taught me anything, um, is that nothing is perfect and that it's okay. So I'm going to wind up this episode of Give a Fuck and I would like to offer that if you would like to find a little nub of a pencil or something, a crayon is fine, (laughs) piece of charcoal, and uh, and write one thing that you're grateful for, even if it's the piece of charcoal or if it's that you can write. I don't know. I can't say what's your one thing, but. I care enough to offer one thing for you because it's one thing for me. And 
I think the song I'm going to use for this episode is Give Me Hope, Joanna by Eddie Grant. I love Eddie Grant. He's, uh, most people know Electric, well, from the 80s, know Electric Avenue from Eddie Grant. He's from Guyana in South America, which is where I'm from. I'm from Guyana. And uh, I love using original artist music because that means they get a royalty for it. Anyway, I'm going to wrap up this session and um, in all of our humility and all of our having to accept non-perfection this year in all of our losses and maybe there were no gains or zero-sum gains. I hope for you that you can find a nub of a pencil somewhere and a piece of paper, the back of a shopping receipt, anything. And just write one thing. And that that one thing just says you cared enough to care enough. Just for that one thing. And we'll chat with you at the next episode. And thanks for listening. I appreciate you journeying.